We ready? Yes. I'm like, depression over. All you needed was someone else to set up your yoga mat. <laughs> I just went into the closet. I was like, bye. I can't wait for the day where I can hold you again in my arms. Like, it rained today. The guy, like, the husband put two and two together. He's like, Dahlia, that's my mom's name. And you're like, Cassie might forgive you, but Amiel and Melissa at Click and Flick do not. Do not. Sorry. Hi. Hi. Welcome <laughs> to another episode. I'm Amiel. And I'm Melissa. And we're just so happy to be here, you guys. We're just Absolutely. so excited to be <laughs> hosting this podcast and to have people listening to us talk. <laughs> and ramble <laughs> a lot. We appreciate it. <laughs> we love talking. We do, and specifically <laughs> about video games and movies. Yes, so. and we especially love giving our opinions about video games and movies that no one asked for. Completely uneducated. <laughs> and unfiltered. And unfiltered. <laughs> and unprotected. Unprotected. Oh, wait, I is like that inappropriate? That. I like it. Keep it. <laughs> And our systems are usually based from zero to ten, so. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it just goes off our, our hearts. <laughs> it does. Our souls. Zero oh. means nah. Yeah, like don't. And ten means yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then yes. Yes, and, do. Um, Dude, we have mama. some exciting news. We are very excited about it. We are going to be expanding our our platform. Yes. We're going to be doing it on YouTube with yes, video. We're, yes. <laughs> we're going to make our podcast available to the eyes so that you Ooh. can see ourselves. So you can feast upon the video <laughs> for your visual consumption. <laughs> We yes, yes. will be starting putting out our podcast. We will be starting to put our podcast out on YouTube. Yes. Next episode. So this will be the last episode where you're listening to us. And next time you'll be able to listen to us and see us. Unfiltered. <laughs> Raw. Raw. Raw dog in it. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> like I always do. <laughs> right. Ain't no other way. We're also changing the day that our podcast comes out. So I know that normally people yeah. like to listen to us on their way to church on Sundays. But <laughs> we are... We're expanding our horizons with that date. Yeah, you know? we're we're expanding our our day to Tuesdays we think that has more opportunity <laughs> two two Tuesdays two. and it'll it'll be you know you you get past the Monday lull and then you get into Tuesday and you're just dead mm. that's where we yeah come in. yeah 
to give mm-hmm. you that little boost of energy to help you get through the rest of the week, you know? Absolutely. So, mm-hmm. so next week's episode will be out on Tuesday. So that means mm-hmm. next week, next week, Tuesday is the 21st. Yeah. Because this episode is coming out Two weeks from on now. the 12th. So oh, not no. this Tuesday, which is the 14th, but next yeah. Tuesday. So next week's episode That's right. will be That's right. Tuesday, September 21st on YouTube First. and everywhere mm. else mm. you've already been listening to. 100%. Are you guys excited? Nailed it. I am. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my hip popped. All right. So now, now that that's all out of the way. That was beautiful, Amiel. Good job. <laughs> let's get into the click for tonight. The click. So tonight's, tonight's click, it's fantastic. This game I saw recommended via TikTok because TikTok has taken over my life. Same. So many games right? I see from TikTok. There's- so many good recommendations, so many indie games that are just too good to miss. Mm-hmm. So this game is called, this click is 12 minutes. This game came out on August 19th, 2021. <laughs> it's an adventure game, single player, obviously. It came out on Xbox and Windows. So sorry, PS4 players, PS5 I, I'm out. I'm out of I'm out. I had to watch videos. <laughs> yep. And no Switch, too, which it would have been fun on the Switch. But anyway. It's probably pretty capable to be on the Switch. Yeah. I would play it on the Switch first and foremost rather than playing it on the computer. I'm just saying. Mm, Um, But but anyway, this game caught my attention because it's a loop kind of game. It's kind of like Majora's Mask, um, where you are in a constant loop until you break it, you win the game. Um, so like a Groundhog's Day, exactly, exactly. And the game starts off with a clock, um, and there's a clock on the wall. And the in the second, the minute and second hands are going backwards, not fast, mm. but slow, slow enough to where you realize that it's going backwards behind the twelve, and um, that'll be important later. And uh, and once it reaches the 12, it stops, and then you start the game. And the game presents you with a man, a male, in an elevator. And he gets out, and you see this, like, 70s-like carpet in its apartment complex. And you head forward. There's three doors in front of him, all of which are locked, obviously. And mm-hmm. the point of this game is point and click you get to you know kind of it's like an escape room you have to just look and touch everything yeah uh-huh and uh you find the key in a fake plant under a fake rock in front of your apartment door and you get into your apartment and this is where the loop starts every single time so you enter the apartment and this this view is top down. So you see the living room of the apartment. Hence, it's a very tiny apartment. So there's also a tiny dining room or a dining room table and then a couch. 
the uh, the kitchen on the right hand side of the screen with a fridge. And you have a closet to your left and then a bedroom door on the left and, a, and the bathroom door is straight ahead. And so you go in and you're kind of like, okay, I'm ready. I'm going to click on everything. That was my goal. Uh-huh. But when you go in, the lights are off. So I freaked out and I ran into the closet and hid. I didn't touch anything. Your I just first went try? Into, <laughs> I just went into the closet. I was like, bye. You're like, I'm home. <laughs> Go to the closet. <laughs> Hi, honey. Bye. But that gave me a lot of insight. Just doing those initial run, that initial uh-huh. run of going into the closet. I hid and I so, immediately. Mm-hmm, go ahead. I was going to say, so how does the loop go the first time if you go in the closet right away? <sighs> so if you go in the closet, it, it starts off hard. I 10 out of 10 recommend going in the closet first. Follow up question, because before mm-hmm. you played it, did you like kind of know what was going to happen or were nope. you totally bli- blind going in? Completely blind. All I knew was that it was a loop and that you had to break the loop. That was it. Mm. I didn't know how long the game was. I knew you had a wife because she's kind of in the trailer. Yeah. But that was I it. saw that and I saw her in the trailer, too. Yeah. Okay. So I went into the closet and I immediately see that you can look at a purse. And I was like, sweet, awesome. Look in the purse. There's a phone. I grabbed the phone and my instinct was to call 911. I just called 911 immediately. Oh my God. <laughs> and it's crazy because as you play the game, you get different options when the operator asks you what's going on. What's your emergency? Mm. So... In the beginning of the game, it's like, my wife's a murderer. Um, I'm stuck in a loop and this, that, and this. So I was like, okay, I tried all the options, you know, throughout the game and they're all dumb. But I basically <sighs> start with like, there's someone coming to kill us. And they're like, okay, get somewhere safe. The police will be there in 15 minutes. And that's what they tell you every single loop. They'll be there in 15 minutes. And you're like, I just got to make it. I got to survive for 15 minutes. Yeah, that's. But it only lasts 12 minutes, right? (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Oh, it was so lame. Uh, But it was was devastating from the get-go. But anyway, after I called the police, I was so scared. And I hear my, the character's wife come through the bathroom. And she's just like humming to herself Uh and like walking around sitting down you look through the blinds and it speeds up time for you Mm. so you don't have to sit through the loop unnecessarily and once it speeds up time it goes to 12 10 and then there's a doorbell the um Uh. somebody rings the doorbell the wife answers the door and he goes it's the police and you're like startled Uh. like oh sure you are okay and he's like, get on the ground now. <laughs> you're under arrest for killing your father. And you're like, what? And the wife's reacting like, wait, what did I do? Yeah. And he hands She's uh, like, zip I'm ties innocent. I'm innocent. You're the oh, wrong yeah. person. Yeah. That's right. That's right. And so he throws her on the ground and he's like, listen, I know you killed your father. Where's that? They're a pocket watch. <sighs> And you're like, I want to see what's ha-. like at this point. I'm like, all right, what's he going to yeah. do? And she's like, she didn't really give up any information. But um, eventually after some coaxing, she's like, oh, it's under that uh, medicine cabinet. 
in the ventilation, um, the vent underneath there. So he goes, and this is on the first loop, right? He goes, gets the pocket watch from the vent. I hear him do it. And then he's like, okay, well, I've got this pocket watch. I'm going to leave now. He goes, hesitates, and then he looks in the closet, and then I'm dead meat. And then he pulls me out, and he kills me, and then the loop oh my starts. Gosh. So you almost the made jump it. was intense. Yeah, it was it was an intense first loop. Okay, you're like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, honestly, you had no idea um, the game. Suddenly, you're like, <laughs> yeah. So now I have severe anxiety about the cop just showing up. I feel like there's so much to do in such little time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, <laughs> this is crazy. So now that you kind of get the information, okay, she killed her father at least that's what the cop is trying to convince her or arrest her for Mm -hmm. um so then you get a few options to talk to the wife um when i restarted the loop i let her talk to me she kisses me and says oh i have dinner ready let me know when you're ready and she sits down the couch and i'm kind of you know at this point she sits down i'm like okay my time to explore i found a knife on the kitchen counter I found uh, medicine. I found, like, pills in the medicine cabinet. Mm -hmm. I couldn't get the vent open right away, though, for the pocket watch. Okay. So I I held off on that. I go into the bedroom, and the light in the bedroom, when you flick it on, it zaps you. Uh Uh-huh. And I was like, okay, that's, that's creepy, but it's important later. And I go to the dresser, and I find a present. And I open it, and I'm sad I did it in this order because it would have been more climactic if I opened it later. But I opened it, and it's a onesie. What? Uh And it was a onesie, and it says Dahlia on it. You did it in the wrong order. (laughs) So wrong. But it gets better. Trust me, it gets better. So... So I open it and I'm like, okay, like she's pregnant. Okay, maybe this is why she wanted dinner. So I go over to her and I'm like, I'm ready for dinner. (laughs) (laughs) And I somehow, I think I somehow brought up that I knew about the present or I showed her the present and she got pissed. She got so pissed and like Uh went into the bedroom. She turned the light off after she had gone to bed. Um, and then I go to, I go back in the room, I turn the light on and I get zapped and I die. (laughs) And I was like, okay, cool. Awesome. Oh, that bitch. I know. Right. That's what I said. She She knew you already turned the light on. (laughs) (laughs) So the third loop, um, I ended up drugging her. Oh my Because. I got sleeping pills. There's sleeping pills in the medicine cabinet. And she goes to set up dinner. I grab her cup full of water. Um, I pour <laughs> the pills in her water and give her her cup. And by the way, if you Why? pour the pills, I know. <laughs> because I, the, I think Just the first time character. I did it. <laughs> right. I think the first time I did it, I drank the water and I took the sleeping pills and uh-huh. I just ended up dying. Because uh-huh. the cop killed me. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so I give her the pills and she goes into the room to knock out. She's like, oh, I'm feeling tired. And then the cop shows up 
And I'm, of course, hiding in the closet because I'm terrified. But he goes into the bedroom, turns the light on, and he gets zapped and gets shocked and falls over. And I just hear this big thump from the closet. And I'm like, sweet, it's my time. I go over to the cop and I check his pockets. Right? I had the knife. I had the freaking knife in my hand, right? So I do try to stab him. And you do have an inventory throughout the game when you pick stuff Uh up. Um, I should have mentioned that earlier. But I tried taking the knife. I tried dragging it down to stab him. Mm. And for some reason, it wouldn't let me. Yeah. But those are what? like typical in like escape the room, like click and point. Yeah. Things, where you have like your inventory that like you take something and then you have to. Yeah. Like, you pick it. stuff up. You pick up keys to use them. That's pretty and typical yeah. gameplay. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Um, He has a phone on him. He has a gun. He has two zip ties and all of these things. Right. Mind you. Excuse me. I tried zip tying him. I tried zip tying his hands. I tried. I didn't use the gun because I figured that would end a loop if I killed him, you know. Mm. So I tried zip tying him and nothing really worked. So I had to continue to re-loop to get him to talk to me. And um, a few of those loop times, I did find out that when you answer his phone or when you look at his phone, he's got messages from somebody named Bumblebee. Oh, okay. Yeah, and when you call that number on his phone, it calls his daughter. And looking through the messages, you see that she has cancer and he can't afford the treatment. Oh, God. Yeah, the pocket watch is super valuable and he wants it because he wants to pay for it. Only in America. Right? (laughs) Despicable America. And um, so once you've called Bumblebee on that phone, you have her number saved for the next loops. So when you go to grab your wife's phone from her purse, you can call Bumblebee. Oh, Mm -hmm. okay. Interesting. Mm -hmm. And um, as you progressively try to figure out and isolate the cop and get more information from him... That he won't listen to anybody but his little daughter. So you have to call her eventually Mm. in the beginning of a loop to get him to cooperate with you. Yeah, to get him to listen to you, she has to say. So basically, as you play each loop, the information that you get, Mm -hmm. you have to like find certain information in each loop to go back and restart a loop. Right. With right. that information. Exactly. At the beginning. So it's not like you can just know what to do and get through in a couple loops because you have to go exactly. through and play it to get this to go back to the beginning. Yep. And that's how mm. I knew that there was a pocket watch under the medicine cabinet because I would have never known oh, unless yeah, I didn't yeah. watch the cop go get it. And um, Yeah. So, I mean, eventually I learned that you had to use a knife and a spoon to, well, I think you could just use one or the other, but you had to use a knife to get to the vent to open right. it. Mm. So did you ever play through a loop where you find out about the pregnancy like the right way? Yes. I Okay. I believe because she goes to get the present. So that loop, when that starts, you give uh-huh. give her the opportunity to set up the table. Then she goes, gets the present, sits down, and... 
so on and so forth. That's when you can get the the cop to turn on the light and he gets zapped and falls right. over. If, okay. If okay. you drug her, yeah. Oh, got it. Okay. <laughs> so that's part of that loop. Yeah. And um great. <laughs> um in an in another loop, once you kind of get a little bit more information that the cop is trying to kill them or hurt them because he thinks that she killed her father 20 years ago or however long ago it was like 10 or 7 years ago i forget the cop thinks that she killed her own father correct correct now what does the cop have to do with her father so once he once you get him isolated in that in where he gets shocked and falls down mm-hmm. you can interrogate him a little bit about his daughter and then why he's trying to why he wants a pocket watch so bad and why he wants to kill mm. her for killing his her father mm-hmm. and he says well i was good friends with him i was really good friends with him and um i know she killed him and that's pretty much where it sits that's as far so as that information weird goes to me. i know like it only all, gets worse too like i've never known somebody who is like i was so close with my friend that was murdered by their daughter that I'm going to revenge kill the daughter. It's usually the other way around. The daughter right. goes to revenge kill the the so-called friend who ended up killing the dad is usually how it goes. So they like totally right. switched right. it up on us here. <laughs> it's wild. Oh, and also I have to mention that the cop's voice is Willem Dafoe. Oh, oh yeah, I got I got to mention that right. A star-studded cast here, folks. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, once once you kind of get the information that the cop knows her father very well, um, then you start to interrogate your wife. You're like, you almost there's so many different options you can talk to her about it in like mm-hmm. in certain ways. So you're like, why'd you kill your father? And she gets all pissed. Like, I didn't kill him. And mm-hmm. you do eventually get down to the nitty gritty of it that she killed him in defense because he got belligerent, hit her, and she said, I'm not standing for that. I'm going to kill you and kills him and then leaves. And that's literally what she says to her husband as far as evidence goes about that. Huh. Yeah, this game is super confusing. And when when you find that out, you're like, okay. So what so did then her who dad him? hit him for? Hit her. Um for? she shoot, I forgot it. It was a she said her dad was never an, a, a violent man, but he was drinking. I think it was something along that line. Because okay. it was New Year's he died New Year's Eve. Or he was murdered that day. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And she said he was drinking. I At least I'm pretty sure oh, okay. that's what it was. So it was I forget that saying part. that he got drunk and, and mm-hmm. violent or something. Yeah. So I guess I have too many questions for this. Oh, you're fine. It's, it's a confusing game. Okay, okay. I don't want to yeah. spoil it if it's going to be something you're getting to. So I'm just going to ask it and then you can be like, hold on. Go for it. <laughs> oh, yeah, go for so, it. Did she kill? Did she actually kill her father? Was she actually the one who killed her father? Yeah, we'll we'll get to it. We'll get to okay. It. <laughs> so you go off of that information. But okay, wait. But but does she believe she killed her father? 
that's okay. That's what was confusing to me because yes, she was genuinely convinced that she killed her father. Okay. Okay. And cause it just gets weird. It's like, it's just a brain fuck, honestly. Okay. Okay. So she, yes, she does believe she killed her father. In turn, her husband believes that she killed him out of defense. Okay. So, um, after doing more digging, after loops and loops and loops, because this game is not very easy, um, you do realize that there's a photo on the fridge of her at a New Year's Eve party. And you're like, you kind of put two Hmm. and two together. You're like, no, you were at this party New Year's Eve, you couldn't have killed your father. There's no way. You're innocent. Like, there's no Oh, way. like she wasn't at the scene of the crime. <sighs> exactly. Oh. So you do try to reason with the cop and tell him, like, no, she's innocent. Like, you got to hear us out. And the only way he won't, like, attack you both is if you call Bumblebee and tell her, hey, you need to tell your dad that my wife is innocent. And she mm-hmm. goes, what? what? What are you talking? Lose my number. And he's yeah. like, no, seriously, like, do it. Like, tell your dad. And she's like, okay, whatever. Bye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then before you hear the doorbell like, ring. leave me alone. I'm sick. <laughs> right? Like, she's literally going to the movies in these loops. She's like, dad, like, I'm going to the movies when you call her on his oh phone, on the cop's phone. Um. But uh, before you hear the doorbell ring, you do hear him outside the apartment answer a phone call to Bumblebee. And on the other line, she's convincing him, like, hey, listen to them. And he Mm. goes, are you sure you weren't prank called? And she convinces him otherwise. And he's like, okay, I guess I'll listen, you know. So you do try to convince the cop, like, hey, my wife's innocent, this, that, and this. And then... This next loop that you get into, you find out that um, there was a nanny, a part of the wife's life and the um, her father's life. Ugh. And so once that loop ends, you interrogate your wife again. You're like, who's this nanny bitch? Like, what are you talking about? And she's like, oh, my dad had an affair with that- the nanny. <laughs> was so okay so so her like the lines that the excuse it just made me so mad the whole thing she's like my mom after my parents had me my mom paid too much attention to me and so my dad was lonely excuse oh what the dad got jealous of the baby so he had an affair with the nanny (laughs) nanny. because the dad was like you spend too much time with our baby you're not giving me enough attention right Right? It was such a poor <laughs> excuse, honestly. That was such a dumb... And then, yeah. and then you find out after the affair happens that the nanny has a son with the father. And... Um, and this is where I check out. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like... <laughs> what? Sorry. You're just like dead? I just After can't. That? Like, keep going, but this makes this whole plot makes me uncomfortable, but keep going. I get it. I totally fucking get it. That's why when I played through the game, I was like, what the okay, as I went on, I couldn't I couldn't understand. But anyway, the nanny has a son with um the wife's 
with the girl's father. Mm-hmm. And the nanny and the son were so shunned um, this girl's entire life. Like, she knew about the nanny and she knew about the nanny's son. But they were, like, he was a monster and he was horrible. And his dad was, mm-hmm. like, hated this child. And um, and so you talk to the cop one more time about the nanny after you find out that she had a son and, and yada, yada, yada. You show him the onesie because he's like, the nanny's name, like the nanny's mom's name was like a flower. It was like Daisy, Daffodil, something like that. And he's like, Dahlia. The guy, like the husband put two and two together. He's like, Dahlia. That's my mom's name. And you're like, oh. <laughs> he pulls out the onesie and you're like, what? Uh, I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not to mention. Not to mention. Okay. So when this happened in the game, in real life, when I was playing this, the cop also says Dahlia is his mom's name, too. And for a second, I was like, so the cop is the son of the nanny? Yeah, it, it's I shit you not. That's like word for word. The husband figures out his mom's name is Dahlia, and that the was the nanny's name. name. And so, the cop does the same thing. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Does the wife not know the nanny's name was Dahlia? I don't think so, no. Okay, because I'm all, she's the one who put the mom's name on the onesie, so. No, right, right. Why hasn't she put this together yet? No, like, she she doesn't know. You have to find out from the cop. Oh, my God. Yeah. And um, so once you find out that Dahlia, the nanny, is your mother, a cutscene happens, and you're transported into a library with a TV on, it's dark, and you are... <laughs> The husband is now sitting in a chair with his wife's father in the same room, interrogating him. He's like, why do you, why do you want to marry her? Lala, he's so angry and so frustrated that he starts uh-huh. beating the husband. And the husband's like, fuck, no, I'm not taking this. He whips out a gun out of nowhere and shoots the father. And he's like, I'm the father's murderer. It was me the whole time. I killed the father. I remember now. Yeah. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? This game, Oh, my gosh. Wild. I know. And then, so you spend the next loop trying to convince the wife that you let her know, hey, I'm I'm your brother. (laughs) And I said your father. (laughs) What? Oh, by the way, I'm your brother and I killed your father. Yeah. Ew. Ew. I think she she even mentioned something about being pregnant. I think she even mentions it. Yeah. I hope they don't live in Texas. (laughs) Oh, no. Because that is... Right? So... No. You do the same loop and try to convince the cop, like, hey... I didn't, uh, I killed, I killed her father. You don't need to kill her, blah, blah, blah. So you just do this whole roundabout of convincing again. And then this is where I got stuck. This is where I couldn't move on. I couldn't end the game for some weird reason. 
But you get the pocket watch in one of the loops after you've been so frustrated trying again. You look at the pocket watch and the time is going backwards again. Mm. And it's going behind the 12. If you stare at it long enough, your hand starts to fade. And then Aww. a cutscene happens. Yeah. And then it transports you back to the library. But this time it's like sunset. Huh. And yeah, and the wife's father is in the library as well again. And it's very serene, very peaceful. And he basically says, at this point, the husband realizes, like, I shouldn't marry your daughter. And he's like, you're right. Because you would be marrying your sister. And the husband gets up and he goes, yep. They hug it out and they fucking cry. And that's where it ends. I am disgusted. I... Like, I can't even begin to, like, <laughs> fathom what headspace anyone would have to be in to be like, I have a great idea for a game. Turns out you're married to your sister. Yep. What? My my thought process. Exactly. <laughs> like, why? There are so many good plot twists and story twists you could have put in there, but being in a sister, a half-sister and brother is not one of them. What? Like, were you really... <laughs> did you really think... Like... <laughs> I... Once once I, once I was able to see the ending scene and the fact that his hand was fading and he was in a loop trying to break the cycle, I realized that maybe, maybe the point of the game could have been, like, Obviously, he knows it's bad. He knows this is terrible. He's trying to break the loop and trying to not... Like, he's trying to turn back time so this doesn't happen. Because so that nobody... he doesn't marry his sister. Exactly. And I, again... So whoever made this game obviously really regretted something. <laughs> <laughs> there was a subconscious back there that was just <laughs> dying to get out. Wish they could just go back and never... But... You know, I have to, like, I don't even know what I was going to say now because I am just <laughs> shocked by this game and the fact that it's like, oh, plot twist, you <laughs> fucked and impregnated your sister and now there's like an no. incest child growing. Like, this is gross. It's I know. so awful. I know. I had Wait, no idea did he what know, I was getting into. Did he know that? she was his sister before they got married and that's why the dad was like yelling at him and that's why he shot him because he yep. was like you're trying to keep me away from the woman i love even though she's my sister yep see and that's why it's fucked yep. up what the hell the dad knew the dad knew so he was beating the shit out of the husband like telling him no you and can't the husband marry her he didn't get the words out he didn't get the words out that they were brother and sister before the husband had killed him. Oh, so, so he didn't know mm, that they were... Right. When he actually got married. So he had to go back in time. Right. So he also found out... So... <laughs> that's uh, so dumb. I know. It's it's pretty rough. Now, mind you, I'm going to give this game... <laughs> I'm going to give this game... Four flicks. Wow, flicks. Clicks, I mean... Wow. 
That's how okay. this. That's how bad this game has like messed up my head. I know this is <laughs> four clicks and one being st- the reason it's so low is because the story was incomprehensible at points. Mm. Why did the cop say that his mom's name was Dahlia as well? Yeah, Willem Dafoe voiced the father as well. So when you were in the library scene. That was his voice so speaking they... as the as her father. So right. I don't I don't like forgive me, it's probably my ignorance, but I hated I hated like the the mind fuck that just didn't make sense. Like <laughs> but also it was a very difficult game. I'm sure I could have figured it out, you know, I over think... time, but the loops were so long and drawing and like it was so irritating to sit there for like loop after loop of the same to, shit happening. Yeah. Have to do it again when it's yeah. like such a long drawn out loop. Right. Yeah. What would you rate it? <laughs> I would I would say that's fair. I would say four is fair because I also feel like the only thing about it that is like kind of drawing to it is like the gameplay, which I like those yeah. types of games. Me too. Like, solving puzzles type of stuff Uh uh-huh but it's like why (laughs) like no i'm just not gonna keep playing a video game that's like i married my sister (laughs) so (laughs) gross right so you would give it four two yeah maybe less (laughs) maybe a two maybe yeah, we'll see. Yeah, two or three or four, because that's so gross. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty gross. And, like, again, the story is not the best at, like, being very upfront with it. So, yeah, learning I'm going to give that... it a three. Solid okay. three for me. Fair. Because I can't with the incest. <laughs> well, there's no point. I They're could do without it, yeah. Like, why did your wife have to be... Why did the happy end, like, why, the ha- you think that, like, the game starts with, like, you're trying to protect your wife and your baby, but it's, like, the right. happy, but the happy ending is, like, oh, you go back in time and you never marry her because she's your sister. <laughs> Ew, what? That's so weird. <laughs> like, it makes it not, it makes whole- your motivation, like, weird the whole time. The, and what's crazy is, like I said, that scene where the cop. Oh, yeah. The cop says that Dolly is his mom's name. I thought the cop was the son. And I was like, that would make sense. That would yeah. make sense. Why if the cop the was cop- the son. Because then the cop has a reason to try to avenge the murder. <laughs> right. Right. It would make sense. But here we are. Yeah. So- but on, the, on the that weird. note, do you think that like that was something that they were going to do and then they like changed it at the end? I think and so. They, like some honestly, parts of the story got like stayed in the loops. It could have right like a little a little <laughs> Easter egg that didn't get pulled out. Yeah, I think I think it could have been that. But I also think they were trying to throw you off the trail too. like. So you assume the cop. Oh, was you didn't fuck your son. sister. <laughs> Yeah. It's so gross because there's even that scene where she's like, oh, come on, let's go to bed. And you're like making out and like on and top of her. Loop. 
every loop she would come up to you and it was it was the most aggravating thing because it was the only part in the loops that you could not stop unless you hid from her in a closet <laughs> but she would come up to you and be like mm -hmm. you're like yeah. stop and it's like you're my sister you're my sister. you're my sister it's, yeah I, I was not a fan I just don't but, know why someone would think of that and like put it as a video game it was a very good concept I'm just bummed yeah Okay, are we ready for the flick? I am. Okay, so tonight's flick is Afterlife of the Party, and it came out on Netflix last weekend, or uh, September 2nd, so it came mm -hmm. out pretty recently. Mm -hmm. And um, how did you like this movie? I... <laughs> hated it from the second it started. <laughs> Who is the actress? Victoria Justice from Nickelodeon. She was from. Di oh, I thought she was from Disney. That's it's, why. Well, yeah, Nickelodeon. So Victorious, mm -hmm. which was with like her and Ariana Grande. That's where. That's right. Their their like beef started. <laughs> so oh, no. I feel like that's what Victoria Justice is most known for for having beef with Ariana Grande <laughs> stop if you have beef with Ariana like there's a problem yeah you're you're wrong <laughs> that's a, that's a problem. Yeah. Um, what did you think about it I I had a lot of thoughts about it mm -hmm. so first few things I want to say about this movie before like as like a preface to my opinions about it is that mm -hmm. this movie is kind of aimed at like kids and like family friendly because it's PG. Uh-huh. So it's like I feel like it has a lower bar for itself because it was like a kid movie, technically. But it I was feel like, like if I if I knew that preface, I probably would have felt differently. Mm-hmm. I just don't know is, what I expected. I mean, I don't know if they if they're like, oh, this is a kid movie, but it's definitely, right. like, right. because it's rated PG, they definitely want, like, obviously, like, families and, like, teenagers to be able to, like, watch this. Comfortably, yeah. So, that being said, <laughs> let's just get into it. So, we meet our main character. Her name is, like, Cassie. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And she's this party girl. It's her birthday weekend. She's a Gemini. <laughs> her birthday. She's um, turning 25. She's about to turn 25 at the end of May. Her birthday mm -hmm. is May 31st. And she's about to turn 25. But all week is like party all day. Party all night. Don't stop. Won't stop. <laughs> and... Her best friend and roommate is, like, totally the opposite. Um, she is, like, total homebody. work homebody, workaholic. Mm -hmm. She and her, like, as best friends, they used to do puzzles all the time and That's just so kind of hang out together at home. 
but now the one girl likes to party a lot, so she's like, um, you know, just kind of goes along with her. Mm-hmm. Um, so for her birthday, they go out partying, but she's like not really a dancer. She's not really a partier, so she just kind of feels left out. And they end up getting into a big fight, and they go home, and they're really upset with each other. They go to bed, and the next morning, Cassie is still, like, hungover from the party, Mm -hmm. and she loses her balance and dies, which is... (laughs) Oh, boy. Of all the, like, there are so many times in this movie where I was like, this is directed by a man. Because I'm like, oh, she's so clumsy that she just slips and falls and hits her head on the toilet and dies. Like, that happens. Yep. (laughs) Like. Yep. Was it really directed by a man? It was, yeah. After I after I had that feeling a couple times, I checked and I was all, it was. <laughs> it so was. It so was. But Wonderful. she literally, like, puts her hand down on the sink and misses. And so she, like, loses her balance and does, like, a 360 oh. turn, grabs the <laughs> towels, and then falls backwards. It, she does, like, a whole gymnastics routine to, like, this one slip to, like, end up falling and hitting her head to mm-hmm. die. And I'm, like, after, in all that, she's just, like, her arms and legs are just flailing, falling, getting ready. <laughs> like, no human being wouldn't have any time to stop and catch right. themselves. Like, when you see the toilet, like, that just would never happen. The toilet was, like, on the opposite side of the bathroom, too. Of the sink. She had to really, like, (laughs) they had to really choreograph a dance to get her over (laughs) there to hit her head. Like, Mm -hmm. so anyways, but they had to get her dead somehow, because that's the whole plot of the movie. (laughs) I guess. And I guess, yeah, so she hits her head on the toilet and dies. (sighs) There are so many things in this movie, too, that I'm just like, this is just not... But it's just, like, a campy... So, anyways, let's go on. (laughs) I feel you, though. So, she wakes up in limbo, and she finds out that she has to basically, like, correct her wrongs on Earth with these the three major people in her life before she can get into heaven. And those three people are her dad, her best friend, and her mom. Um... So she goes and, like, sees where her dad is at. And her dad, who's this, like, yoga guru who lives on the beach. He has this, like, amazing house with this, like, glass wall that just opens right to the sand. And he's, like, sitting on the couch and he's just, like, lazy and depressed and has like junk food all over and his yoga mats all dusty and he's just like in (laughs) dirty old sweatpants and honestly he looks he honestly looks like josh peck today oh my god like i I couldn't see it i couldn't unsee it i was like it's not Mm. it's not him but it definitely looks just like him i'm like wow this is (laughs) 
This is quite a roller coaster for me. <laughs> I'm gonna look for that. Oh my god, yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> wow. So she goes to see her friend and sees that now Oh. Because the reason why her dad is like this now is because it's been a year randomly. So Oh, that's right. She just wakes she, up and she so wakes up and she's up back. there and she's like, "Oh, it's been a year because time works differently up here. Like it moves faster." But then it stops working differently because now after a year passes, it goes back and it's moving the same speed again. Yeah. Yeah. For some reason. So I don't know. The rules changed a little bit, but now it speeds. <laughs> so speeds up a year really fast, then goes back to going the same rate of time because now she has five days <laughs> to like f- complete this list. Five normal human days. So she goes, sees her dad. He's all dirty. She goes to see her best friend who's now like consumed and buried herself in her work. Um, and I don't know if she ever actually says like what she does, except she talks about digging bones and working with fossils. So I don't know if she's a paleontologist or an archaeologist because she doesn't really specify if it's dinosaurs or like That's ancient right. human civilizations or anything like that. So the only like hint is one time her boyfriend or her like guy she has a crush on mentions like, oh, are you busy with your dinosaurs? But he says it in a way like he doesn't really know what she does for work. And she just says, ha ha ha, I like bones. And I'm like, she never says what kind of bones. Or did she? And I just lost because all I, she talked- I don't recall. I don't remember her saying what she worked, like what she did. I mean, she and, went for that interview, but. Yeah. And when they're like, why do you love your job? She's all, I just love holding bones and digging in dirt. <laughs> I'm like great scientist (laughs) 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 Um, I don't even remember (laughs) but then so she her friend is like buried in her work and then she goes and sees her mom but she never had like a good relationship with her mom while she was alive and she goes and sees that her mom is like with now another daughter and she's like oh, great, I have to, like, make things happy with my mom, even though she's happy mm-hmm. with another daughter or whatever. Um, but, so she ends up going back to her apartment so she can start following her friend around. And her friend is also now friends with a new bakery owner in town. So that that kind of comes up later. But, yeah, she's she's friends now with a lady who works at a bakery. And, like, this um, character's really cute, but, yeah, super random. Yeah, she's cute, but she really isn't necessary. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Um, then she follows her friend to work, and she sees that she has, like, a work bully. This guy who, like, goes up and teases That's her right. and stuff. And honestly, at this part of the movie is when I knew something was really wrong with me, because... When he's, like, there signing up on the sheet and she's, like, behind him. And then he, like, turns around and, like, says something mean to her really close to her face. I was all, ooh, hot. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, yes. Oh, (laughs) my. Say something mean to me. (laughs) Please. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me I'll never be loved and take my clothes off. Oh, no. (laughs) 
no. Um, just kidding. I'm pretty messed up. But anyways, her work work bully was pretty hot. Um, <laughs> Shit. So she ends up, um, so she like can't, she's a ghost and she can't like communicate with anybody. So she gets like pretty fed up. And after following her friend around all day, she's like frustrated. She doesn't know what to do. And she ends up like sitting on the edge of her friend's bed while she, like before she wakes up and she's like upset and crying. And then she ends up starting to hum one of their favorite songs from when they were both alive. Mm-hmm. It was like a pop star who was like this guy, Coop, who they all like really love. Um, <clears throat> so she starts humming this song and then the music connection like brings them together and her humming makes it so that she can now see it like brings her consciousness awareness like visible to lisa and now she can see her friend and they're like oh my gosh you're Uh, dead get away from me (laughs) yeah rightfully freaked out yeah but um (laughs) and then they go on this like unnecessary side quest to like test if she can now can contact like all humans or if it's just her and it's like you don't need this whole 15 minute scene to explain something so small and dumb that you could literally just in one line say oh it must be because we're best friends and we're connected that you can see me now like that's it you don't have to go through 20 minutes of being like let's go to strangers and try talking to this people can you talk to them no oh let's read from this book oh i guess you can only talk to your soulmate like (laughs) Right. Girl, like you can just right. you could just say it in one line. Like you re- literally have not cared about the rest of this movie. You opened the movie by saying, "Hello, you're my best friend from first grade." That was like the first line. So you don't care about just like saying a whole plot summary in one thing. Right. Like you right. could just say, "I can talk to you now." But no, they go on this whole 20-minute side quest. And I just went on a whole 20-minute side quest to complain about it. <laughs> <laughs> rightfully so because it's this movie <laughs> there's so much fucking movie um so they just like spent 20 minutes to explain a rule that was nonsense to begin with <laughs> and they're like okay great so then they go back to Josh Peck's and <laughs> just kidding he looks uh-huh. like him but the dad so they go back to the dad and they're like, let's test it on the dad because you're kind of close to him. Oh, that's right. Not as close to your friend, but we'll see if you're, if we'll test it on someone closer. And the dad's like walking around his apartment talking out loud as if he's talking to Cassie, which right. like the the, the... <sighs> on the one hand, like it's sad to watch like a grieving father. Right. On the other hand, the way he's speaking doesn't sound like a grieving father as much as it sounds like someone writing, like, yeah, back home as they're in the Revolutionary War. Like, my love, today we had, yeah. like, 
<laughs> I don't know this guy. Just the way he talks, I'm like, what are you saying? Like, this is so... Why are you ingenuine. speaking so formal to yourself alone at home? Exactly. Right. It's so ingenuine. Yeah, not a fan. <laughs> not a fan. The acting I can't wait for was... the day where I can hold you again in my arms. <laughs> like... <laughs> It rained today. Yeah. <laughs> it got 50% on Rotten Tomatoes and a 59 on IMDb. Just, I, I just wanted to throw that out there. <laughs> just, just so we all remember. Yeah. So she goes back. And so after her, her test to see her, she sees like no strangers and her dad still can't see her. So she goes back to her friend and mm-hmm. is like, okay, let's like... Uh, I'm really dead, but, like, I have to help you guys to go to heaven. Right. So she ends up, um, they, like, have a nice little moment again, and they do puzzles, and she ends up getting the neighbor to come over by, like, turning up the music really loud, so he comes over, and... They go on a, she sets up, she sets it up oh, so they go on a right. date together. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Right. Um, so that, like, they, so the neighbor and her best friend, so she's helping her best friend by getting her a boyfriend. Yeah. That's what, you know. <laughs> this is, we'll get, we'll, we'll start, we'll get to this at the end too, but. Yeah. Um, so then she's like, okay, got that. Then she's like, I gotta go help my dad. So she goes to her dirty dad's, like, dirty-ass house with junk food everywhere and probably hasn't been, like, vacuumed or dusted or anything in a year. Mm-hmm. She's like, huh, let's see, where do I start? Ah, I know. And she opens the curtains and the window, and then she lays out his yoga mat <laughs> on the porch and is all, done. <laughs> And suddenly she, the house is clean, spotless. She moved, she moved a rock to his she little moved, zen garden. Yeah, she like moves a rock in the little zen garden. And she's all perfect. That's all my dad <laughs> needed was for me to set up his yoga mat. I'm not going to lie. Cured. I, I cured. <laughs> I laughed my ass off when he came by. He walked by it. Didn't even notice. Like didn't even phase yeah. it. I yeah. was laughing in my kitchen. I know. And then he turned oh. around and was like, I can take a hint, universe. I see my yoga mat set up. I'm like, depression over. All you needed was someone else to set up your yoga mat. In case anyone's out there is depressed. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the answer. Okay. You don't need antidepressants. You don't need medication. All you need is someone else to set up your yoga mat for you. And... And dust it off Done. a little bit. Done. That's right. That's right. <laughs> She's like, Dad, checked off the list. <laughs> then she's like, then at, at a point um, before she's hanging out with her friend again, and I just had to write this down, but there's a point where they're like walking down the street and her friend puts in her, her earbuds to talk. And she's like, I don't want to look like I am talking to myself yeah, yeah, i'm gonna yeah. be on my earbuds or whatever which yeah. okay that makes sense 
Except, girl, the way you put them in your ears, they were, like, sticking out. Like, am I the only one who noticed they were about to fall out? It looks like I she barely placed them. I They're didn't just see like... it until it was, like, a side profile. I yes. noticed that it looked weird. And then it looked it... like a little Shrek ear, like, sticking out. Oh, and I'm Lord. like, what? You didn't put... I'm like, could she... I wonder if she couldn't hear the lines if she, like, had them in her oh, ears all the way. Maybe. So they're like, don't put them in all the way. Just, like, have them rest on the on your ears. <laughs> oh. I was like, girl, what are these headphones doing? That's I'm crazy. I bet that's what the case was. <laughs> oh, God. So the friend and the neighbor um, fall in love. And so the friend just helped. She got a boyfriend. Yep. Um, and then her friend goes to see her mom. That way Cassie can, like, go with her. And this is then another part where I was like, this movie's directed by a man. Because the mom is explaining why she ran away from right. the daughter when she was young. She was a baby or whatever, and the mom's like, uh-huh. I was just so young and wild and carefree, and That's right. oh, my husband, now that I look back, I can see that he was so patient and loving, and I just, at the time, I thought it was suffocating, and oh, I can see now that he just wanted to protect me, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm like, this yeah. is... <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure he was just loving and patient and supportive and, like, totally perfect in every other way. Right, right. And then when her friend, like, juts juts in the conversation and then it Uh makes her mom, like, she's like, what would you say if Cassie was here right now? Right. And Cassie's like, I didn't ask you to say that. I was livid for- I know can't really put a thumb on it but i was like don't you dare like yeah don't mess with that like rap like what would you say to her right now yeah. like how about i don't give a shit what you would say to me right now you fucking right. left when i was a kid and i'm dead now yeah you literally never came back into my life you had I, another kid and moved on and sh- what she says is like what i would tell her is that i regret leaving and i should have been there for her to hold her when she had nightmares and help her with her homework but of all the mistakes i made the one thing that never changed was that i always loved her i'm like i don't fucking care about how you feel about me if you're treating me true like shit Sounds like, like a man wrote that. The fuck? Exactly. <laughs> or directed it. Because a man directed it. A mother, like, for a mom to leave a child, is it's very difficult. It's very, very difficult. I'm not mm-hmm. saying that it's it can't be done. But, like, the way she talks about it, I was like, it's so, like, cliche to say those kind of things. But the way like, that she's like, but I always loved you. It's like... Get out of here. That means nothing. That means literally nothing. Love is fake and stupid anyway. (laughs) (laughs) If you really loved me, you would have showed it to me, but you didn't. It doesn't matter if you loved me because you loved and cared about yourself more. Yep. Mm -hmm. And still do because 
all that this is is you feeling bad that now your daughter's dead. Yep. For a year and you never got to say you're sorry. Yep. Exactly. It just made me so mad. She's all you know, but same. nothing. I never changed because I loved you. Fuck off, bitch. Get lost. Like, get the straight away from me. Yeah, no. So then she gets in a fight with her friend, and her friend's like, you don't know what it's like having to, like, live on with the guilt of fighting with you and then you dying. And then I'm like... When she said that, it's like, uh-huh. how the fuck do you feel? Like, how do you think it would feel to be dead trying to yeah. right my wrongs? Like, get she out of here. Her line is... I, I wrote this down in quotes because she goes, well, I'm dead. <laughs> She's like, you don't know how I feel. And she's all, well, I'm dead. (laughs) (laughs) Thank God. I was so mad. I'm so mad. But I do have to say, like, I do think that it is really weird that your best friend dies in your apartment. Your best friend from first grade, from the time Uh you guys are six years old, dies in your apartment in the bathroom. That you guys share, presumably. Mm-hmm. And you're like, yep, this is where my best friend died. Better find a new roommate. Yep. And still continue to live here and sit and shit on this toilet where my head hit her. <laughs> my friend hit her head like and died. What? Yeah. How is she still living in that apartment? Does that believe me at all? No, they and just have a, a limited year later. Budget. This is a year later, so she had to sign a new lease at some point. At people. least. At least. At, at least one. Right. Like, I, at this so point, I, I realized, it was like, they probably have a really low budget. I get it. They don't want to have to, like, form a whole new set for a whole new apartment. A new apartment. set for her <laughs> apartment for her to live in. <laughs> They're like, we'll just keep her They're all, there. just it's move fine. the lamp. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh well i'm quite dead from that um <laughs> <laughs> same so anyways she's so after the fight with her friend she's all well i'm dead she goes back to heaven and she's like i quit i don't want to do this anymore and the lady's all fine i guess you can go to hell and she's all uh okay never mind <laughs> and so kidding. she goes back to see and her she goes back to see her dad and her mom and her dad are talking and this is so frustrating and so dumb mm-hmm. to me mm-hmm. the mom's sitting there she's like you know i feel like lisa came over and it felt like cassie was there and after i just felt an urge to come see you and i just have to tell you i'm sorry that i left and the dad's all you know <laughs> it wasn't what i expected but you know when life is what happens when you make plans and life is crazy because your plans aren't what life plans. <laughs> and I'm like, and the dad's all, it helps me be a better man. <laughs> and then oh. they hug. And then she leaves. And then the, and then the daughter runs out and is like, mom, I forgive you. I'm like, Why? Why would Why? you forgive her? For what? What? What you do? Where? How? Why? <laughs> when? There's no reason to. Right. Right. <laughs> she doesn't deserve it. You don't need to. Nope. Like, all this was for, this whole plot line, was to just push this, like, social narrative of you have to forgive to move on and blah, yeah. blah, blah, which I'm here to say, no, you don't. 
never forgive, hold on to that shit forever, people don't change. <laughs> Straight up. I mean, in that kind of situation, like, I mean, I'm not, not to get dark or anything, but, like, my father, <laughs> like, <laughs> he offed himself. And I was nine. Mm-hmm. And you expect me to forgive him? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got another thing coming. Let alone mm-hmm. her mother didn't give a shit about her for 25 years and was still living and had another child. There she are ain't s- got to forgive shit. No. And at Sorry, the same I'm passionate time, about this shit. That now a year later that she that Cassie's been dead for a year and the mom mm-hmm. has literally zero anything to hold up to for any expectations like yep. why does she deserve forgiveness now yep like why is she sorry now a year later now that she doesn't have to do anything to make up for her behavior and mind you they were holding her service a year later as well right like her like, vigil it's so bad writing sorry yeah, it's bad really writing. really bad <laughs> Anyway, continue. Badly put together. It really irked me. No. Yeah. Sorry, Mom. You're not forgiven. Cassie might forgive you, but Amiel and Melissa at Click and Flick do not. Do not. We will never forgive you, Mom. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. The anger. (laughs) So mad at that. She's Mm -hmm. all, I'm sorry. It's okay. I forgive you. Ooh. And then on, she's all, I forgive you, mom. And her list says Sophia, a.k.a. mom, like mm-hmm. written on the list. Mm-hmm. As if she doesn't know that it's her mom. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, just so you know, when we say Sophia, we mean your mom. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Uh, so crazy. Well, and Lisa's name didn't get scratched off. Like, and her and Lisa were on good terms at that point. Yeah, so why... I don't know. I don't even. I don't, know. I don't even remember what it took because then I'd never saw a point where their names like actually vanished off the list. So now I can't I, remember that. Yeah. Does it happen at the end of the vigil or something? It does. Yeah, it happens at the end oh. of the vigil. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, anyways, so she's like, "I forgive you, mom," and then she goes back to heaven and she's like, "I want to add someone to my list of people to help." <laughs> Biggest eye roll. Biggest eye roll in the fucking world because this is, I have to, I am like, okay. She wants to add the bakery owner because she wants to help her. And her great idea to help the bakery owner is to set her up with my dad. You know what a man needs in his life to be fulfilled? Someone else to set up his yoga mat. You know what a woman needs? That man. (laughs) That man who had someone else set up his yoga mat. If bringing people together helps them, then wouldn't setting up this bakery owner with the dad help the dad and get his name on the list? Why does she have to add someone to the list to help? Oh, I need need that. I need that on a t-shirt. Get you a girl who can dust off your yoga mat. That's all you need in life. That's all you need. Mm. But anyways, so basically all the loose ends get tied up and they have this goodbye vigil where the dad and the bakery owner are together and <laughs> the girlfriend or the the girl, the neighbor and the has her boyfriend now or the roommate and the neighbor boyfriend are together. Right. And they all say goodbye to her. 
And I guess I can kind of see them waiting a year because, like, she died so close to her birthday. And I guess, like, a year later they would want to do something special, like, on that date to, like, yeah, that, remember yeah. her again. So maybe they did have a funeral, like, before, but this was just, like, a special, like, remembering service. Because like, there was oh, only, okay. like, it was really only, like, the people who were super duper close to her that were there. There was, like, true seven people there total. But true. Bef- so the time's almost up. And she's, like... Oh, there's like this last piece to the puzzle. I'm gonna finish that really quick before I go back to heaven. And her guardian angel's like, hurry up, you're running out of time. And so she goes back and finishes the puzzle, but it's too late and she runs out of time. So then now that she's late, she has to go through like this judgment to see if she's gonna get to go to heaven or not. And then she comes out of the room and she's like, yes, you get to go to heaven. So a lot of tension for like a little short second of now we're good. No, we're just going to go to heaven. And then she goes to heaven and in heaven, she's with this pop star guy who she loves. Oh, so that's right. She meets him in the elevator. Oh yeah. Which is sad. Cause like he dies. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't put that two and two this together. This character cause... just dies and they're like, okay. Oh yeah, I died helping people. Oh great. Now we're both in heaven. Cause you're dead. Perfect like crazy <laughs> crazy weird the crazy are here wow okay so one thing as predictable as this movie is one thing that i thought was going to happen that i was wrong about was that i thought at the end um and i from the very beginning i thought this would happen i thought like okay so she's not going to stay dead at the end what i thought was that she would like go through this whole thing and then come back like, to life. They'd be like, "Oh well, something happened where like you didn't follow the rules of the test, so you have we're just resetting it, and you're gonna go back to yeah, and basically end up coming back to life and be like she was in a coma when she hit her head or something." I thought the same thing. I really thought that's what they were going to do. And then when mm-hmm. they had the whole scene where it was like judgment and she was like there waiting, like I thought she was going to come out and like say that. Mm-hmm. But she didn't. She was like, okay, go to heaven. And then just went to heaven. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. guess they're just going to go to heaven. <laughs> I thought the same shit. That's funny. But um, yeah, there's just a lot where I'm like, this movie just didn't like Mm-mm. the fact what that it's it, what... go ahead. Okay, so I would give it a four. Um, Generous, generously giving it generously. a four mm-hmm. because I feel like I feel like it would have been lower. But I watched like I've watched other YouTube reviews where people like really enjoyed it and so Uh I had like a different perspective seeing it from someone who liked it yeah and I'm like okay so like there are parts where it's just like it's just like easy going it's like cheesy and corny and just like a typical like yeah teen bop movie Mm -hmm. and for all that it does fine but what I what I hate so much about it is that from, like, these are the reasons why from the time you're a kid, 
you're like, oh, the most important thing is being in a relationship. Right. Because movies like this come out that are geared toward kids and they're like, oh, I have to help this person be happy. Got to put them in, find them a couple. Oh, I want to help this bakery lady better set her up with my dad. Oh, like you're not going to be fulfilled until you're in a partnership with somebody. Yeah. And so it makes you feel like if you're 30 and alone, you're You're a failure. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, just to resort back to Luca, like Luca was such a good example of that, of the opposite of that. You know, like, you don't need a relationship to enjoy life. Yeah, because they don't talk about... um, They don't talk about any of it. Any of that in that movie at all. Nothing. But yeah, that was why this... So, part of me is, like, knowing that this is, like, aimed at, like, teenagers. And there's a whole Mm -hmm. scene where she, like, is in bed and she breaks down because she's like, I'll never fall in love and have a first kiss again and blah, blah, blah. And it's, like, the saddest thing to happen. I'm like you're dead you're literally dead though and like you'll never see your family like I mean that's all I mean I know that she was already sad about that but it's like the fact that the whole that's what she's like her emotional emphasis and stuff in the movie was on Mm -hmm. that not on her like not getting to see her her dad and not really as explored so much like a like one scene explored about it of her mom at the end but it's like that relationship with her mom is way more complicated than what they right just right. wrapped up at the end to be like I forgive you and it's just so insulting they just wadded it up and threw it in a trash can yeah I I would easily give this movie a 1 out of 10 flicks ah! I I the acting I saw better acting in Disney Channel original movies yeah. in Brink in yeah all those movies i saw yeah way better acting and uh, like the the plot the story would have been a really good story a really good potential and i mean it's a typical plot that we've like it's been done before you know what i mean yes all you really need to do is like put some good jokes in it and like follow the lot like follow the plot line and make it make it funny. Yeah. Make it and funny. make it make sense. <laughs> and also do like original stuff with it that's not outlandish. Like Yeah. Oh, I'm putting AirPods in because I just like Yeah. It it just none of it none of it appealed to me. And the from none the of- very first scene in the movie, I was like, nope. Mm-mm. And mm-hmm. For it to be a Netflix original, I was really, really disappointed. I'm sure there are multiple other Netflix originals that are mm. just yeah. as par as this one is, but like, yeah. I was really disappointed. And um, did I stop watching it because it was that bad? No, I I've, I followed through with it, so I can't yeah. say it was entirely bad. But for my taste and my preferences, it's a one out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> I I think like that's totally fair. Yeah. I'm just get, I think that for what it is, it's entertaining enough like in that genre of like uh-huh. 13 going on 30 and like a Cinderella fair. story and yeah. like the kind of movies that are kind of 
geared toward teenage girls. However, the messages that they're gearing toward these teenage girls, I find very, like, yeah, like, just dumb. Like, what's the point? Yeah, we're, I mean, it's 2021. Like, Like, exactly. We've, we've progressed so much in certain ways in society. Well, like, we've progressed Mm -hmm. in positive ways in society. And for it to be such a cliche story to to push that agenda is so infuriating. For it to be like, you have to find a boyfriend to be happy. Yeah. Like, it's not enough that you are successful at work. And right. that you get promoted and all this. Like, no, you also have to have a boyfriend. Right. Um, I don't want to see a part two, so. <laughs> but I'm not interested in a part two. Yeah, it just <laughs> is frustrating to me when I wish there were, I wish it was more the common storyline to be more like, Luca, where it's teaching you to be an individual instead of like mm-hmm. codependent, you know, instead of like, oh, go find your boyfriend mm-hmm. or girlfriend or whatever mm-hmm. to be complete. Like, find help people on your list by helping them get a boyfriend. <laughs> Horrible. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, this movie, I'm gonna give it a three out of ten. <laughs> All right, one out of ten on my end. <laughs> interesting what an interesting episode to have two two very floppy kind of game and movie opinions which i mean very different but very like they're both very different genres yeah and yet i was (laughs) equally disappointed i was equally (laughs) mad about both Yeah. Yeah. It was it was a good episode though. I I enjoyed releasing the tension from both yeah, the game and the from movie. Yeah. From having to talk about that because I was like, "Oh my gosh, yeah. is this for real after watching this movie?" But Yep. yep. Uh, anyway. Next Alrighty. week. Yes. Next week next we week. will be here wherever you're listening to us right now. We'll yep. still be here. But you will also be able to find us on YouTube, and you'll be able to see us. And it'll talk be about exciting. Clicks and flicks. You get to see our faces, and if you have any recommendations and or comments, questions, concerns, you can always email us at clickandflickpodcast at gmail.com. That's click a n d flick podcast at gmail.com. Bada bing. <laughs> and, uh, Thanks for I guess, listening. Yeah, we'll catch you guys on the flip side. And the click and flick side. And the click and flick side.